welcome to The Scene Podcast, a series of little plays brought to you by Get Over It Productions. This week's pod play is Mites by James Mannion. A pest controller responds to a call out from a wealthy ageing lady living all alone after her husband's mysterious disappearance. Although she can't quite remember placing the call, she is in dire need of his services. This surrealist piece of comedy drama never quite clarifies who, if anyone, is playing who. This is Mites by James Mannion. Hello, I'm Ken, from the PCS. I'm afraid I don't have the faintest idea what that is. The Pest Control Service. We've had a complaint from someone at this address. I'm afraid I'm the only person living at this address. Right, well, did you make it? Well, what was the complaint? I'm afraid I have rather a poor memory. Uh, mites. An infestation of dust mites, says here. 36 Farcourt Road? That's certainly my address. I have documentation to prove it. What time was the complaint made? It was made by phone, landline, at quarter past ten this morning. But that's barely an hour ago. We pride ourselves in our response time. I'm afraid I have no memory of this call being made. Well, what's your number? Well, that's the thing. I'm afraid I don't have a phone. Oh, right. That does make it less likely... Have you got a problem with mites, by any chance? Oh, well, yes. As it happens, I do. They're everywhere. The little bastards, they get into everything. My my nose, my ears, my lungs. I cough my (coughs) guts out. It's (coughs) it's horrible. It's... (coughs) Could someone maybe have made this call on your behalf? It's unlikely. I have no one in the world since my husband left me. Well, you'd better come in. I'm afraid it's very dusty. Well, but you know that already, don't you? (laughs) Yep, I can see it straight away. The air is thick. You're just about plagued. Do you itch? Oh, yes. I get terrible rashes. Headaches, too. Well, I wouldn't have thought they'd give you an headache. Oh, yes, I get terrible migraines. I can't open my eyes sometimes. I just lie in bed in the dark, pining for the past. You what? I get awfully wistful, you see, since my husband left. Um, sorry to hear that. How long have you lived alone? I can barely remember. I was young when he left. Now I'm old. You can probably tell by the sight of me, the ancient hag I've become. I can't even look in the mirror. It can't be that bad. No, I mean, I really can't look in the mirror. My husband took them all with him when he left. How selfish. But even if there were, how could I observe this face? Once so fresh and young and see the state of it now, stretched, marked. Discoloured by age. It's a terrible thing, age. Yes, it is. What did you say your name was? Ken. And yours? Kenneth was my husband's name. Oh, 
Really? What an extraordinary coincidence. Well, my name's Ken, not Kenneth, but yeah, guess so. How old are you? <laughs> um, oh, gosh, what an invasive question. I'm so sorry, you don't have to answer. No, nah, no, nah, it's fine. Um, young. Well, not young, but younger. My husband was younger. What a strange day this is. Yeah, well, if what you say is true, very strange. If what is true? That you made no call, yet here I am, a pest controller, in an house full of mice. Well, what was the name of the person who rang? None was given. Most strange. Guess I'd better get on with it then. You'd better had. Where does the problem seem to be worst? Oh, in here, I think. Yes, it's worst in here, yes. Yeah. It does seem quite pronounced in here. Kenneth, how exactly does the process work, the uh, extermination? Is it most unpleasant? (laughs) No, no. Not unpleasant at all. It's quite simple, really. You just fumigate a room with a special intoxicant that kills the eggs. Gosh, (laughs) how exciting. (laughs) It's really not. You must understand, since my husband left, my life has been completely devoid of stimulation. Descriptions like the one you just gave are all that go in the way of entertainment. Well then, basically, if you get the eggs, the whole lot of them go. All of them? The whole lot. Yeah. Just like that? It takes a few hours. No more headaches? They shouldn't really be giving you headaches. That might be something else. No more loneliness? Madam, are you sure you understand my reason for being here? Oh, yes. You're here because someone called you on my behalf. Yeah. It's horrible living in such a big house, having no one to share it with. Yeah, yeah, it must be. No windows. My husband took all the windows out before he left. How spiteful. He didn't want me looking at other men, you see. Through the window? Window, street, supermarket, car park, restaurant, walking tour. He never liked me socialising with other men at all. What happened, if you don't mind talking about it? Kenneth? Oh, it would never fill the pages of a novel. He left me for other women. Another woman? Women? Other women? How many? I'm sure you can understand. It's rather traumatising for me to mention the exact figure. Of course. It was a prime number between ten and twenty. Jeez. (laughs) Maybe you're better off without him. Perhaps I am, or... I don't know. I get so lonely in this house. It's the isolation. Yeah, I guess it is quite far from everything. Kenneth insisted we move out here so that he could keep an eye on me, stop me seeking the pleasures of other men. And then one day, he was gone. (laughs) Ironic, really. What a bastard. All men are bastards. I would hope I'm not. You are to mites. That's true, but they're pests. Aren't we all? I'd better just get the poison out. Of course. The worst thing about Kenneth leaving and our not having any children of our own is the question of what to do with all this money. Oh? Yes. Since I don't know if Kenneth is alive or dead, 
Nor do I want to. The house and contents all belong to me. And the land? The land, too. Twelve acres of quality meadow. Well, what's going to happen to it? I suppose they'd have to locate my remaining relatives, whoever they might be, or put the whole property up for auction. (laughs) Suffice it to say, it would all be a terrible hullabaloo. (laughs) Yeah, sounds it. If only my Kenneth. But no. I thought you said you didn't want him back. Everyone says things they don't mean in the heat of passion. It's the human condition, Kenneth. Ken, miss. I go by the name of Ken. Of course you do. So... You've got no family at all? Only my cat. (laughs) (laughs) Hardly family. Don't let him hear you say that. He's a sensitive soul. What what kind is he? Oh, better than most. Intelligent, hard-working. I meant... I know what you meant, Kenneth. I was making a joke. Do you remember how I used to joke? I can't say that I've... Do you remember those mornings... We'd take a pair of bicycles down to the gorge and you'd say I looked pretty in the sunshine. I'd say, Kenneth, it's raining. (laughs) I think you're getting confused, miss. Am I? It does happen. More and more these days. Bartholomew puts it down to my nostalgia. Bartholomew? My pet. The aforementioned feline. Where is he? Must you pester me with this incessant questioning? I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. It's it's fine. Please, forgive my outburst. It's fine. Sometimes he visits friends. There's a shy tabby in the valley he's got his eye on. She's not his type, though. Would sooner chew on a book than read it. He's an academic. (laughs) What? Don't look at me. The dust. I, I must be the very picture of ugliness. <laughs> ah, no, miss. You're not bad at all. You've got a very slender neck. Like a goose, which is good on a bird. A woman, I mean. And geese. Kenneth used to compliment my slender neck. He had taste, did Kenneth? He used to say my neck was so pale and slender. Sometimes he wanted to... Ring me, pluck me, put me in the oven. (laughs) Well, I wouldn't go that far. It was a metaphor. Kenneth made metaphors. I admire a man who can experiment with imagery. Well, there'll be other... There'll be other fish in the sea. Kenneth avoided proverbs. Like the plague... Bartholomew says the lines on my forehead are so deep you could ride a goods-laden wheelbarrow down the middle of them. Is that true? Have I fallen so far? Sometimes I feel I can't take it any longer, this thickening. Kenneth used to say I was like the nib of a paintbrush. That's a simile. But in his mouth, it was poetry. Jesus. What's the matter? Are you hurt? It's worse than I feared. You're completely infested. Sometimes I really do feel that way. It's actually, and I don't mind telling you this, it's one of the worst cases I've seen. It might be a long-term job. Do you think? 
Yeah, I reckon, yeah, yeah. It might take a bit of a while. Long term? I might have to bed on down. For a few days, at least. Do you think you may have to make some kind of... commitment? It's very cosy here. Despite the dust, it can be quite... homely. Yeah, I can see the makings of a home in it, I must admit. Just as soon as this horrid plague is done away with. Well, miss, that's what I'm here for. And I won't leave till the problem's fixed. Is there a spare room? There was. At first, my husband wouldn't allow it. He thought I'd use it to host passionate affairs in his absence. (laughs) Then he became paranoid that I'd use our room instead, so he had a spare one built. (laughs) But then when he left, he took that with him too. How spiteful. (laughs) I used to think it's spiteful. Now it seems somewhat generous. Do you enjoy sports? I've been known to. Kenneth was a regionally successful snooker player. Could you compete with that? I've been known to pick up a cue. Nah, but when you pick it up, what do you do with it? Well, I try to negotiate the cue ball around a table, potting the other balls in sequence. <laughs> I can see you're no fool. Man evolved to use his hands, don't you agree? Oh, yeah, sure. I've always worked with my hands. Kenneth was practical. He'd put up a picture frame faster than I could say, Kenneth, darling, would you mind putting up that picture frame when you have a spare moment? (laughs) He sounds a bit overbearing. All men overbear. I would hope I don't. You do to mites. I exterminate them. It's my job. I'm a pest controller. Aren't we all, darling? No. I don't think you're one. That's very shrewd of you. Kenneth was shrewd. Could he pick the right bouquet of flowers at a range of 200 yards? He could. Could he guess the number of cocktail sticks in a jar from looking at it for 10 seconds? He did that once or twice. It was no more than a party trick. You're wrong. It's a way of life for some men. Yes. I suppose some men live by their wits, clinging to the next opportunity that happens to come along. Kenneth did that. I suppose he did. Did you love him? If love exists... I did. If he were here now, would you kill him? How could I kill him? You could guess him. Like a common household pest? I could do it for you. (laughs) You could do a lot for me. Kenneth did a lot for you. Must you keep mentioning his name? Do you know what it does to me? Every time it's like a thousand needles pricking my heart. Does the will have his name on it? I can hardly remember. Well, you should probably find out. Where'd you keep it? Oh, it's around here somewhere. Perhaps you could help me find it. There's a lot you could do for me. I intend to, madam. But first, I have a confession to make. You may wish to stand close enough to give me the beating I deserve. I'm not a violent woman. You will be when you hear what I have to say. You don't look a day older. (gasps) Not a day older than the woman I left behind. Is it you, Kenneth? Have you come home to me? You always knew I would. I feared you wouldn't. There was no phone call. No one made a booking. This whole shenanigan was a ruse to get close to you without giving the game away. But now I've given the game away. So, you don't really work for a pest control agency? No, I do. 
but they don't pay well, so I've been in the market for new horizons. Oh, Kenneth. Now, let's find that will. Whatever you want, darling. Whatever you need. Richard, it's Ken. I want to request a leave of absence. Indefinitely. Mites by James Mannion starred Wendy Fisher as woman and Artie Frushin as man. Sound production was by Jano Media. Our theme tune this season was written by the wonderful Emma McGrath. Emma's latest EP, Settled in Motion, is out now and you can listen to it via her website, emmamcgrath.co.uk. So you come over, cheer me up, won't you ever tell me you love me, drop by to see me, once in a while, once in a while. Thanks for listening to The Scene Podcast.